Hit record first. There we go. All right. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 15 of the Purple Octopus Red Sweater Podcast. My name is Evan, joined by Wes as always. Wes, how are you? I'm doing awesome, buddy. How are you? Pretty good. I got the fucking intro down, down to a science now. <laughs> You're just ripping it. You're like those uh, commercial ads where they're like, uh, no purchase necessary. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, no, uh, res- legal residents of the 50 United States only. I'm moving in like eight days my room's just like kind of barren it's kind of depressing i'm just looking at like a bunch of packed boxes and shit um but dude moving is the biggest bitch so anyone listening i'm sure you dude know. i hate moving and you have no idea how many times i have moved and, <laughs> uh, dude i'm never i plan to never do it again uh, maybe one maybe one more time yeah i think one more time is good for me but yeah let's talk some hockey here um the most recent news that just came over the the line is that Justin Abnelkater um, signed a PTO with Grand Rapids. So, Wes, I know you had a conspiracy about this. Not a conspiracy, but a uh, idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, I was just saying, I, I the first thing I thought when I saw it was, oh, he's got a game up for the Olympics. And then I thought, shit, no, I saw the USA roster last week or two weeks ago, perhaps. And I thought, I don't even think abs was on it. Um, but there's a possibility, like I said, he maybe an injury or maybe somebody that doesn't want to go over. Um, and hey, Abdelkader, uh, I'll tell you what, man, he's better than how, like most of that. He, like he's, he's probably the most current, um, like he hasn't been out of the NHL a long time is what I was getting at. Yeah. I- because the buyout was what last year? I guess two years ago. Yeah, he didn't play last year. So yeah. he played in the when it was shortened for the pandemic. That was his last year. When when they canceled the season and then did the bubble playoffs. Um, I'm looking at his buyout right now. He still owed six point three million. Yeah, but it it's not paid highly. Uh, right, and right. So now he's uh hey, might as well get him in there if he's on payroll. True. Yeah. And uh I, I like that Olympic take. As soon as he said, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that kind of makes sense." He just needs some game action before they, they ship him over to China. Yeah, did good you take. see the um, the fake Team Canada Olympic roster that was going around? No. Oh my god, dude! So um, the guy—I don't know if you know the Missing Curfew podcast with yeah. uh, Shane O'Brien and Scotty Upshaw. Their 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 uh, media guy, Princey, put it out. Their social media guy. So the first line is Kent Johnson from Michigan. I see um, this now. Who who may be going. Mason McTavish, who I believe is going. I think he is, yeah. Eric Stahl, who's going. And then Joffrey Lupo, Mike Richards, Scotty Upshaw, the, the Legion of Poon line from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then they got Connor Bedard with Jordan <laughs> Tutu and Danny Heatley. I'll tell you what, nobody would touch Bedard if Tutu was out there. And then fucking Heatley just, I don't know, drunk or something, fucking just pissing around Sniping. in front of that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Daniel Winnick, who, who, if he still plays somewhere in Europe, I would think is a possibility to go. He was, I believe, Canada's captain at the last Olympics. Um, Patrick Marlowe, who I believe is going. And Christopher Stieg, um, now with Christopher Stieg and with Scotty Upshaw and Joffrey Lupel, they all want to go. So that'll be interesting for Hockey Canada. I would think, um, I would take Lupel versus Stieg and Upshaw. I mean, you're not going to, even though they haven't played professionally in a couple of years, they, 
that the talent that those guys had, that's not gone. And they're going to be better than some guys you're going to get in the KHL or something. Yeah. And even like that roster is probably better than the American roster. If you had those older guys. Yeah. Um, and then Mark Mathot on defense who wants to go, um, Owen power, I believe is going. Mm-hmm. And then they got Willie Mitchell and Shane O'Brien, uh, <laughs> Caden Gooley, who could go, he was Canada's world junior captain. And then Carlo Koliakovo, Dion Phaneuf, and Kevin Bieksa. And Bieksa, <laughs> Bieksa put out a tweet, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready, baby. And then they got uh, Devin Dubnik, Justin Pogge, and Fred Brathwaite, who I'm pretty sure is like 55 years old. Uh, long time goalie in the NHL, though, Freddie Brathwaite. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, missing yeah. Curfew, like, put together the whole graphic. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're, uh, they're social media guy. We got to get our hands on a guy like that. Yeah. Our current guy's not too good. Who? Oh, it's yeah. Me. Ours? Yeah, it's I was going to say, what? Is there someone I don't me. know about? It's me. <laughs> uh, other Red Wings news. The Wings claimed Jamel Smith off waivers from Tampa Bay. So, United. He's at practice this t- today, so I'm hoping they get him in tonight. What? Yeah, they just they posted a picture of uh, them two at a pre- press conference together, him and Giovanni. Yeah, and then I saw a picture of them two on the ice together. Um I say, uh, let's get him in there with like maybe, uh, I don't know, Gagne in the middle. Uh, who would you stick in the middle of those two? Actually, Gamal's a, Gamal's a centerman. Yeah, he can play. I always get yeah, the fucking the, wings confused for some reason because I'm a fucking Giovanni, idiot. But... Giovanni plays left. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I'm sure J- Gamal could play right. Um, yeah, there you go. And but I believe Giovanni probably can play right too. He has a few times. But yeah, yeah. maybe put, put, put fucking Ernie with those boys. Just a big beefy line. Just put Gamal in the <laughs> middle of Giovanni and Ernie and just run them. Dude. Just, oh, that's what I would do. Fuck. Just because the hockey gods are a bunch of sick fucks, that line would have two goals tonight. You know what? Putting a Mesnikov with them. You know how much space they could open for Vlad Nemestikov? Because oh Nemestikov <laughs> is, listen, I know I, I fucking jerk him off every week. But I love him, man. And he has so much talent. Like, every goal he scored this year, other than the couple empty netters, yeah. have been just magnificent, unbelievable moves where it's like, oh, look, at he still has it. It's just, just he's like, yeah, he needs he needs guys that can slow the other guys down. That would be a fun line, I think. And, like, he had a post-game press conference sometime last week. That's, like, a Red Wings fan's wet dream where he was like, I grew up loving this team. I, my uncle played here. I want to be here. I want to come back. Yep. And I, I think I think yeah. um, if he's not traded at the deadline, that, that maybe Eiserman signs him. But I would think that you try to trade him as a rental. Yeah. Um, like, hey, uh, listen, and not not him straight up, but you know, if uh, if you're given Letty and you want maybe a, you know, if you're getting rid of Letty, saying you want a second, or and then they say, hey, you got to give us something else. Hey, how about Nemesnikov on your fourth line? Okay. Yeah, and that's not a bad idea. Like trading with the deadline. Get yeah, something and then, like and a then second, he gets, and then he comes back. Yeah, yeah. Every sign him, and like his cap, it's two mil right now. I'm assuming so he's not signing for, for two more. mil. Yeah, two more Give years. It to him. We're not. We don't need to pay anybody else. And he's twenty nine too. Like, by yeah, time, he's, he's not old. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that'll be interesting to see what uh, they do there. Um, we got Admocator. We got Jamel. Uh, I saw an article today. I don't know if you want to do this now or later in the show, but they. This website, it was MS Live. They just ranked all the players, gave them grades. Do you want to do that? Sure. I think this is good because 
like basically every episode we'll do like a quick little like what's going to happen at the deadline what's going to happen next year kind of like an update on how the guys are doing so like nice little halfway mark here um we'll start hey, with by the, the way before we jump into that i decided to change the jersey up today i'm still rocking detroit but it's my piston jersey for one fucking reason Cade fucking Cunningham, so rookie nasty. of the year. I'm saying it right yeah. now. He's the NBA rookie of the year, and that's huge for the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's continue with the Red Wings. <laughs> no, it's exciting, though. That thing's going to be fucking white. Dude, they're going to peak at the same time as the Wings. I know. And in the same building, downtown will just thrive. Downtown Detroit, it's, which it's is sick. which has been coming back. Yeah. But when the Pistons were good, um, you know, it was – uh, mid two thousands when the Red Wings were also a yeah. you know a, a good team, but the Pistons were out in in a, um Auburn Hills. Auburn you know Hills, they're an you know, hour Burbs. away. Uh, yeah. yeah, bring them downtown. Now they're back downtown. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, uh, Detroit coming back when I was there a couple weeks back. Like that city has so much potential, and like you can tell they're building around like the sports district because like around oh, there yeah. is just so nice and it's like all brand new. Um, also. Speaking of Detroit teams, we didn't even mention the team with probably the highest ceiling, the Tigers. They have probably five or six of the top 100 prospects. Yeah, they're going to be so nasty. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, they've been they've been stocking that cupboard for years. Uh, yeah, you know, like and it started with uh, you know like Ian Kinsler getting moved out of town. Uh, well, and uh, uh, Verlander and Sh- Scherzer, Scherzer and. All those, yeah, and- yeah. You know, the uh, Porcello to my Red Sox, and yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Rick Porcello. Jesus Christ, that pitching staff was so nasty. Dude, Porcello was 19-year-old Rookie of the Year. That's nuts. That, like, never happened. As a pitcher, too, that never happens. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I remember, and my uh, my my now brother-in-law had season tickets back then, so we saw, so, uh, and it was, fuck, we used to go to games and then playoff games, and oh, yeah, it was a good time. I spent my fandom, split my fandom between Chicago and Detroit, but like looking at what Detroit's going to be in a couple of years, it's going to be like Boston. We're going to have the wings, like basically all three of those guys competing for a uh, championship. So that's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, grades. Um, I'll start where they started with uh, Bertuzzi. So we do letter grades and then you can give them like plus and minuses too. Okay, so who Bertuzzi first? Yeah, Bertuzzi. So what? A plus. <laughs> yeah, A plus. They give him an A, but A plus, easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like he's he's really really good at this game of hockey, mm-hmm. um, and it's like it's far better than we thought uh, than uh, than for sure I thought. And I think it would be anybody um, thought he's far better than than even he was last year. He yeah. he he. Um, you know, he missed a lot of games, and uh, didn't he not miss a lot of games last year? Or was yeah, that the, year the back injury, yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was the year before or last year. But, yeah, um, last year. yeah he missed a lot of games, and uh, and it was like, ah, you know, maybe this help, maybe this will hurt because he was playing so good, and it was like, it's like he was stepping up from his potential, and, uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's a big injury, miss a lot of time, and no, he, he's he's just, he's killing it. He's, yeah. he's unbelievable. I'd say, um, yeah, I'd say A plus two. And in my opinion, the ship has sailed on trading him ever. I want him here locked up long yeah. term. See, that's even the beginning of the year. We, we, were, we were had talking, questions oh, about that. Yeah. You know, yeah he may, he, but he's probably not going to get traded now because he's unvaccinated. And now it's like trade Bertuzzi. Are yeah, you no, nuts? Fuck no. yeah. Now, now you'd have to give me Marner. 
Yeah. Because Marner's Marner, like Marner not playing plus. well. I'll take Marner plus. I want Marner plus. <laughs> For Bertuzzi, I want Marner plus. Well, yeah, Marner fuck straight that contract. Good, Marner straight up right now is not good enough for Bertuzzi when you put in the the, the uh, cap situations. I mean, sure. we got Bertuzzi next year also at like what four half, four four seven, four eight. Yeah, four eight, something like that. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, next player on the list is Adam Ernie. Uh, what would you give him? Uh, Ernie, I've kind of thought about these. So if you want me to go first, I can do that. Yeah, you can go first. Okay, so well, what did they give them? They gave him a C. They gave him a, a C. C. Okay. And I, I don't like the C because last year he overperformed his ceiling like significantly, and, that, and that's why he gets a lower grade. Yeah, like I don't think he he hasn't been bad this year. He's just not as no. productive. I'd give him a B. He hasn't been as productive, but you know what? He hasn't had to be one of the guys. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like last year, he 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 had a good year, but it was like we didn't have anyone last year. You know, so. Yeah he needed to step up and he did and hey good for you man thank you and I he love, had like I'm, eight points in yeah, six games over had, a stretch yeah last year he hasn't had to to do that so he's been able to kind of play uh yeah, you know his, his yeah exactly do his role game that he knows he where you know he knows he's a bottom six guy no offense to him last year yeah. he was a top six guy that's just not realistic for him um but hey what what a great uh guy that you know you can plug in yeah Next guy is Robbie Fabry. I I don't know. I have a tough time grading him because he's like he's been really streaky this year. He hasn't filled uh, filled out the production he had last year. They give him a B minus. I'd probably just stick with a B there. I don't think he's been overly good or bad. And like I said, he goes on stretches where he's really good or non-existent. Yeah, I'd say about a B for Fabs. Um, he's doing well this year. Um, I don't think his plus minus is great, right? <laughs> Minus 14. He's got 17 points in 38 games. Minus 14. He's got 17 points. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he's been score, uh, not been, but uh, he's got a few power play goals too. I, I believe I remember him scoring a few near the beginning of the year. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's playing that and uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say about a B for, for Fabry. Yeah. And, and He's a middle six guy, another role guy who can like step in and you know have some depth scoring. He'll score a big goal from time to time, like he showed this year last year. Um, so yeah, I think beer's fair. Sam Gagne, they gave him a B. I'm giving him an A minus. I think he's been very solid this this year. Yeah, I, I would I would say yeah, an A minus sounds good. I would say an A, but yeah, no, he's not quite an A. Um, but what I mean, else can you been, expect he, out of him? Yeah, exactly. He's 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 been productive for what he's there for. Yeah, and uh, he's one of the better uh, penalty killing forwards. Yeah, um, yes, he's one of the best faceoff men in the NHL, um, yeah. or at least he was the last couple of years. Yeah, he's probably one of the best penalty killers in the National Hockey League. Um, he's probably one of the best fourth line centers in the National Hockey League. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. He might be moved at the deadline too. Speaking of that. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I wouldn't mind if uh, if he did, and he came back next year. You know, on a on a one year, because if he wants to be here, I want you here, man. Because that obviously means you're here and you're you're having yeah. fun and you're gonna play good. If you want to come back to Detroit for, you know, it's not like you he you know he always went back to Edmonton, but it was like yeah, Edmonton was your your first team. If you want to keep coming back to Detroit, I'll keep having you. I mean, when it benefits us, uh, but on a, even on a one year deal, it doesn't hurt if he if he doesn't I agree. point up any points. 
I think we'll see, obviously, when we get closer to like free agency and all that, but we need spots to open up for some of the younger guys. That's just like the fact of the matter. And like, I don't know if he's going to be a casualty of that. Yeah. So, hey, is before I forget, I just thought of it. Is Bobby Ryan on the U.S. Olympic team? I don't think I've, I don't remember seeing his name. I'm surprised he isn't on because that list. he, yeah, because he went over for the, for the, uh, Spangler Cup, though he got COVID and had to come back. But yeah, I'm surprised he's not. Cause I was just thinking, uh, you yeah. know, if he's on the team, he may sign with Grand Rapids too. But yeah, I guess maybe he doesn't want to play. Maybe he doesn't want to play. I don't know. Another, another guy who loved being in Detroit, which is cool to see. Uh, next well, guy, you up. know, with Eiserman there, I think a lot of people love it. True. <laughs> yeah. It like reminds, with them of, uh, reminds them of their childhood. So in a, in a way, you know, seeing the Red Wings team dominate. But uh, next player up, Dylan Larkin. They gave him an A, a plus. Yeah, I know, like triple A plus. He's, <laughs> this is like the year that he stepped into like that full potential. He is like an offensive guru at this point. He drives a very successful first line. He's not a streaky player anymore. Um, saw some fire in him early in the year when he got cross-tracked against Tampa and through that uh, that cold cock at Joseph. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's a point per game guy. Wait, he's above a point per game guy. So I mean, yeah, a triple plus looks awesome. He's the future. Well, yeah, yeah, A plus. Yeah, I mean that's what I gave Bertuzzi. I guess I'll put that as the highest mark. But uh, yeah, especially coming off um, the neck series, the neck injury, not surgery, but uh, the neck injury and in that, and uh, mm-hmm. step stepping up big, man. The overtime plays and leading, oh leading drive, the overtime <laughs> goals, and I mean. The setups, uh, um, you know, how well he plays in overtime with with Raymond and Cider. And fuck, it's just fun to know that they're there for a long, long time. And another guy, grew up a Red Wings fan, happy to be here, happy to have him here. He's like the guy on the team, the one guy on the team where he scores a goal and he gets so fired up, I get his, I get that fired up too. Are it's we like, talking about Domestikov? Yeah, well, when Nemo scores, it's like, it's a different kind of fired up. Is that who you're talking about, Domestikov? No, I was talking about Larkin. Oh. Oh, I like, thought you said that. I thought you said next guy. I thought you were done with Larkin, and you were talking about the next guy on your list. Funny okay. you said that. Next guy is Domestikov. They give him a minus. He gets an A plus. Oh fuck yeah, he does. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's overperforming uh, for what, for so what much. He's expected? Yeah, yeah. He's at a half a point a game. Yeah, he's he so could, much more important he, than he, that though. He could score twenty five goals. Yeah, he could. I yeah. mean, he could score eleven. I don't know. What's he got? Ten. He's got. He's got eleven. Oh okay. Oh, yeah, so. But I mean, yeah, he could go to 25. He could have a but really I mean, good second look, half. Hey, look at Corey Perry in Tampa, man. He could score 25. Who's going to be Verona's line mates is the big question. If Nemo is a line mate of his, yeah, we might see I'd, that. I'd like to see Nemo and Verona. I mean, that would be a fun line. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't wait for Verona to come back. I know. I know. We keep saying it. But I'm afraid they're going to be too good if they get Verona and he starts buzzing. It'll be too late. Yeah, it'll be too. When, when's he back? Well, I, I don't know if it'll be too late, man. Philly. Ooh. We need them to fucking hop us, please. Philly, Philly real bad. Yeah, they're they like are. six or seven points back of us. Six points, I think. Philly I like, real bad. And I, I like didn't looking, expect that from Philly, man. Brutal. And I look through the um like standings and like the point percentages, like knowing that we played the most games in the league so far, just like hoping that like a Philly will hop us. We get that. At least a 22 so we can jump 10 and get Shane right. But, you know, 
That's well, just... hope, hopefully Ryan Ellis hurries back for Philly and they can start fucking doing something. They got to fucking figure it out. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so Nemo, A+. Plus. Michael Rasmussen, I want to hear your take before I give mine, actually. They gave him a C-plus for context. Rasmussen? He's got 13 points in 38 games. It's a, it's a C. Yeah. Um, not he, – he's – I don't want to say he's taken a step back. He seems like maybe his hit his ceiling or he's getting very close to his ceiling. Um, you know, and that's nothing against him. He's still, he's a good hockey player. Um, I don't mind having him as a third, fourth line guy that can jump up, uh, you know, and take second line minutes once in a while. But uh, yep. yeah, he's not who he was hoped for when, uh, when, when Kenny drafted him. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just say it. And like, I mean, this in the nicest way as possible, but he's, he is the biggest pussy for being a six, six forward. That is he, true. He loses every puck battle in the corners. Um, I don't know, man. He's just disappointing, but he, he does again though. He has like games where he like looks good. I know the goal he scored most recently was a breakaway out of the box, but still like he, he put that move on. He, he buried it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a nice goal. It was a nice, that was goal. a nice fucking goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we got him for, for two more years after this at 1.4, so that's not bothering yeah. anybody. If he's sitting in the press box 82 times, that doesn't fucking hurt because yeah. we don't need $1.4 million. And we both love Rass. We're always on his side. So me calling him a big pussy isn't meant to be mean. You know, like he that's just kind of how it is. That's just the truth. Um, next player, we got Luke Strabin. They gave him an A. A plus. A yeah, plus. A plus. Yeah. I don't um, know if they're that, using this is plus, a guy but... that This is a guy that we didn't think was going to – was going to make the opening <laughs> night roster if, if play at all in the national hockey league this year. And he's, he is better already career wise than uh, Stutzel Lafreniere. Um, Byfield. Byfield. Did Byfield make his debut the other night? I watched him play last night against uh, awesome. Colorado. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was, yeah, was last night. Yeah. 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 yeah I meant to watch. I, I fell asleep, but uh, I meant to watch that game, but um yeah, because I wanted to see if he was playing. Um, how did he do? Um, to be honest, I didn't really notice him too much. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off a serious injury, so that's okay. Hey, at least he got in there, made his debut, so good for him. But, uh, yeah, Raymond is unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's going to be the most cider. It's going to be the Anaheim guys, the Detroit guys, Byfield, their prospect pool is stacked too. It's going to be those three teams with like the biggest and Ottawa too. So those four teams uh, with the brightest futures, in my opinion. Yeah. And I've said it before, Raymond, um, Raymond isn't flashy. Like he doesn't make crazy moves, yeah. you know, Deacon ankle breaking his hockey IQ Nuts. is unbelievable. He's just always the right spot yeah. at the right time. That goal against Buffalo where he banged the boards. Did you hear the mic'd up thing? Yeah, and he, where he I'm told young. Gagne, yeah, young, yeah. And Gagne's like, oh, pfft. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good dig on Gagne. I didn't watch that game, but just like seeing the mic'd up, I could, I can just imagine like the reaction of Detroit. It just like, <gasps> it's a fucking gasp when he goes into the boards. He got up pretty quickly though, so. Um. Yeah, a plus though. He's the future. He's a he's a borderline superstar already. Man, I'm like, hey, what if Detroit puts up two rookies of the year this year, Cade and Lucas? And then maybe the Tigers could put a rookie of the year up. 
Yeah, Spencer Torkelson. And, and and the Lions, well, they won a game this season, so that's, that's about, good about what we can expect from them. They won three games this year, so. Yeah, but, but winning <laughs> one was mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and they tied one, hey? Not a bad record. Not a bad record, man. <laughs> Starting 0-10, that's a pretty good second or uh, yeah. third quarter, I guess. But, yeah, no, um, Tigers, Spencer Torkelson, that's the name to watch out for. He's third baseman. Yeah. He's nasty. Um, um, uh, I can't think of the guy I was trying to think of, so never mind. No worries. Uh, the only thing I want to point about our Raymond, point out about Raymond, is that if we don't get this Calder, I'm going to be so upset. So we need him to get back on the horse. I think Zegers is slowing down too a little bit. So I saw I mean, some some guy was like, "Man, it's stupid that Zegers is going to the shootout." Uh, at the skills competition and Raymond's not going to the all-star game when Raymond has 10 more points than him. He's got like Raymond three more has, points. Raymond has yeah, three more points in Zegris. So buddy, that was going off. And then I, of course I tried to find the tweet where the guy said that so that I could call him a moron. And then the Twitter, you know, two <laughs> seconds and you're whole, you're, you're completely gone. I had no idea how to find it again. So yeah. that guy got off. That guy got off lucky because I was coming all-star. for him. Let's talk also after this because I got some questions for you. I know we talked about it a little bit last time, but uh, yeah, I got some questions. Uh, next player up though, Carter Rowney. They gave him a C plus. I give him a C. I know he's injured right now. Like he's done his job. And the the Tigers player I was thinking of was Casey Mize. Casey Mize, is, pitcher. Is he, beautiful. Is he already them. been a rookie or could he still be up for? No, he pitched all of last year. Oh, he did pitch a whole season. Okay, that's how much I followed the Tigers. I guess. No, you're all good. Uh, I follow hockey and baseball like about the same. So, you know what? That. I didn't. I didn't really follow baseball the first half of this year, and then I and I didn't even watch a game. And then, um, and then I started. You know, me and my buddies uh, started hanging out with a couple of my old buddies, and they're both uh, Jays fans. So you know, Jays oh, yeah. and Sox, same division, and they're going at me about how the fucking the, the Sox sucked ass and the Jays were so sweet. The White Sox, like, yeah, the White Sox have, are awesome. No, the Red Sox. Oh, oh, yeah. Started saying for shit and the Jays were awesome and so and then I I started kind of started watching the Sox and and then it's the Sox were getting good and the Jays started sucking and I was like ah and then I was able to turn it right around on them fuck the Blue Jays but anyway. yeah I like the BJs they got a, they got a strong future and they yeah, have, fuck, they're, they they're, their name is sweet dude just call them the BJs I think that's hilarious um next player up though Giovanni Smith they give him a C minus wait I'm who who is who who were we talking about before? There was Car- Raymond and the- Carter, oh, Carter Rowney. Yeah, okay. Not really much to say about him. He's been doing a good job. Yeah, he played 22 games. got four points doing his job. Yeah, fourth line center. Uh, Giovanni Smith, they gave him a C-. minus. I'm going to give him a B plus. I'll give him a B. Okay, okay. I thought that was going to be a hot take with B+. You know what? But- I'll give him a B plus. I'll give him a B yeah, because you know what? He's dropped the gloves a lot this year. Yes, he's so for the fucking boys. He's got four points in 31 games. It's not as And you know what? Gamal's a scrapper, too. I know. I want to see that line. I, I wonder if Blash is going to do it. Did you see Gamal in that press conference? He said, "Growing up, um, was it was all for me and for me and him. It was always Detroit, the Red Wings. So it's just real exciting to be here with him now. Detroit Red Wings have always been my favorite team. So yeah. to be here with him, quote unquote, Giovanni, yeah, yeah. there's no better feeling. Yeah, yeah I, I was it. just and looking. I was at like, oh yeah, man, fuck yeah, just a Wait. couple fucking kids from Scarborough, Ontario. That's kind of Toronto's ghetto." Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, good, good for them. Good. For That's them. awesome. I, yeah, I, I love Giovanni. Uh, Half this and, team has yeah. a connection to the Wings outside of like their actual job. It's crazy. 
So that's good. Yeah. Um, that. and, and Gamal Smith uh, is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. So he is. That's true. He does. Maybe three in a couple of years. Um, Mitchell so, Stevens. Now his name, his name's not on the cup, but he's got two rings, so he's a fucking champion. If they give you a ring, there you go. Um, Mitchell Stevens, his grade they say is incomplete. I think that's fair. <laughs> he's he's only played sixteen games. He had four points. I give, I give Mitch Mitch Stevens a C. Yeah, Same I as I give Carter Rowney. Yeah. Like that. They they were both there to to. Uh, be the same kind of guy, and they've both been the same kind of guy. They've been effective. They uh, win playing. Um, Rowney, Rowney surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. You know when when Stevens got hurt, and Stevens surprised me because I was like, yeah. man, like this guy's an AHLer. No, he played really well. Then he got hurt, and then we were started using Rowney, and I was like, okay, well, uh, you know, he's not gonna be as good as Stevens was, and and then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, Rowney's not a bad player. All right, yeah. I mean, Stevie obviously can find these. He can spot these gems like no one else can. Well, no, hey, Mitch, Mitch Stevens was a Tampa. Uh, you know, he was he. Eiserman had him in Tampa. Eiserman, yeah. and you know, look at the carryover. Ernie Witkowski, the Nemestikov, like yeah, Vasilevsky. When's your contract over? Yeah, like ten yeah. years. <laughs> we don't even fucking need him though. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. We got we got Sebastian Kosa and Nettie, who's and like, uh, yeah, that, oh, fuck this guy stands take? on his. This guy stands on his head every game. Yeah. Hot take. Go ahead. Hot take. If he wasn't considered a rookie, he'd be considered a top seven Vesna guy. Yeah. I mean, the numbers yeah, are there. Like, he's having another Calder trophy season. He is. He's not going to win it though. There's no, no chance. No, but... no, no. But just the fact that he's had two rookie of the year seasons. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. And like the reason I say that, I don't think that a Calder contender could ever win the Vesna just because that's just kind of like, I don't know. That would just never work. But if he Patrick was like, Waugh, a, I think Patrick Watt did it. Okay. Sure. One off. One of the best goals of all yeah, time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what Ned's not, no, no, I know what you're saying, but he has a chance to be a very special goalie. I think he's already like kind of getting there. Like I know this is his technically second season in the NHL, but, He's been Patrick Law and Tom Barrasso. Okay. But okay. But okay. Um, next player, we got P. Suter. They give him a B. I'm giving him an A. Uh, Suter's about a, a B. A B. Uh, you know what? Yeah, Suter's probably an A. He's he's hasn't failed for what he what Eiserman brought him in for. He's been so much better at like the little things of the game, like puck battles, puck control. Power play has been good well, relative to how bad the power play has been recently, but 18 points in 40 games, almost at half a point a game, second line center. When he really fills into his role, I think he'll be a, a, a very, very good third line. Does center. Suter have 10 goals this season? He has eight goals, uh, 10 assists. Yeah. If he can, if he come, can cut and that's in how, what 40 games you said 40 games. Yeah. So that's almost half. That's about a half the season at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Man, if he's, if he knocks around the 20 goal, I'll take it. And this is a guy that I'm always high on because I I think he can be like a pretty good player. Like a really good. Let's not forget he was just a rookie last year. True. In Chicago, poached his ass. Thank you very much. Um, 
Yeah, well, that feels took, so they good. They took then. fucking DeBrincat right out of our backyard. Somehow Ken Hall. Speaking of DeBrincat, that guy's getting traded, and I would love for him to go to Detroit. Um, can no, the I, state of, can the state of Michigan send that fucking diddling ass video coach back to Chicago for him? Sure, we can do that. Yeah, fuck yeah, we can do that. Sure. Um, no, yeah, P. Suter though, a guy who wasn't really known as a scorer when he like got into his career. I thought he was like more of like a, like a specialist, like, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, power play PK. What's the word? Special teams, special teams specialist. There we go. Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of what I thought he was last year with Chicago, but, uh, I mean, that's kind of what he is this year too. Um, but I mean, you know, he's getting good playing time too, playing on the second line, but he's also like good around the net around the net he's good yeah, he's boards. a presence he's hard to be knocked off the puck in that he's strong on the puck he's he's balanced he's well-balanced skater yeah yeah and like, i'm very i'm very happy with him and you definitely notice him every game too there's like no game that you're like where the fuck's p suter at like he's always hey there. like i said if it's a breakaway Puce, he's gonna score he's gonna bury it yeah 100 and i love darren helm but it was the other way around <laughs> <laughs> the breakaway oh shit it's helm it's darren helm yeah oh for six hundred thousand on a breakaway uh, next player, we got Joe Valeno. They gave him a C. I think, I think this is the only player that I'm going to. They give Valeno a C? I was thinking C minus. I think he gets a B. Really? What's yeah, your it's reasoning? His, it's his year and he's playing mostly on the like fourth line. He's not this kind of, he should, he, uh, unfortunately because of injuries. Um, yeah, he shouldn't be, he sh- probably shouldn't have been playing in the national hockey league this season. Fair. Okay, so with your rating, I'll, let's do a comparison here. Because Philip Zadina and Joe Valena were thrown into spots in their rookie seasons that wasn't fair for them. They weren't going to live up to expectations because they were thrown onto a shitty team and expected to produce. This is the second year for both of them, technically, I guess. Well, I guess Valeno played Well, Zadino's play. played a lot more than Valeno, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But that, they get? were the same draft, both first-round yeah. picks in the same year. Who would you give a higher grade, Valeno or Zadino? Valeno. You would? Yeah. Okay. Zadino, okay, doesn't, get, Zadino doesn't get a B from me. He gets like a D, right? I don't I don't even think – yeah, I was going to – well, yeah, I was going to say I don't think, think he would get the C that Valeno got uh, from, from whatever you're reading that off of. Um, M Live, you said, or something? M Live, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think he, he would get a – is that what they give him, a D, you said? They gave Valeno a C. They gave Zadino a D. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably give him a C. Um, it's been, a, it's been a, I don't think he's a bad player. Uh, he's, he's trying to figure things out. Um, he's trying to see what his role is. I think in the national hockey league, um, he's not a scorer at threat at the NHL level, like he was in Quebec. Um, yeah. which is a fucking goaltending league. It's a fucking red lights on 24 seven in the Quebec <laughs> league. Um, that's probably why he chose to go over there. You know, nobody was going to fucking hit him into the boards hard and, uh, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, he's not, he's, and it happens every, every, all the time, every year, there's somebody that does it's he's, he's an NHL player. He's just not going to be the goal scorer that he was. Yes. Okay. To be. The point that I was like kind of getting to, but you kind of, you shot me down cause your logic kind of like got rid of my argument, but at what point is it, is this Jeff, Jeff Blaschel's fault for putting these guys into roles that they can't handle and ruining their development? Um, 
because these are two guys from the same draft class from the same uh, round, number six and what was Valeno, 30 or 31? Okay. Um, and I, I, I just want to play devil's advocate for a second sure. because at what point do you put blame on Steve Eiserman for he's the one that has them in the NHL. It's not Blaschel's call. So at what point do you think yeah. um, Taro Hiroshi should have been up instead of Joe Valeno? That's what I, I think. I hate to agree with you because Steve Eiserman can do no wrong. Exactly. But, but at but, some point yeah. it is his fault. And I get that he wanted Valeno in game action. That's fine. But but you can't just blame it on Blash because Blash is working with the roster that Steve True. gives That's him. Give, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good and, point. And, and yeah, if Blash says, oh, I want Valeno, and Eiserman says, no, he's not ready, well, Blash loses. So 100%. Eiserman, that's Eiserman's yeah. call. Yeah, and you're right. Blash isn't going to say, well, he's not ready because Eiserman would say, well, I disagree. I mean, they probably do have that conversation, but at the end of the day, it's, it's Steve's call. It's Steve's call. So, yeah. So if he didn't want them there, but yeah, I do believe that Taro Rossi um, should have could been have up. been should have been up should instead have been of up. Valeno. You know what? We shouldn't have had to deal with either of them because a healthy Verona and a healthy Stevens and Rowney, a healthy Verona puts puts Stevens and Rowney in the press box, and then if someone goes down, you know, there's there's Stevens and Rowney. You have two guys but, to call uh, from it instead of like, yeah, yeah. Instead of calling the young guns, yeah. And I, I think especially with Valeno, like he has to have good wingers, or else he's just not going to be. You know, a good NHLer. Yeah. And Zadina needs a good centerman. I don't know. It's tough. Both those guys, Zadina needs someone to pass him the puck in open ice where he can, you know, shoot and make some space for himself. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe an extra year at Grand Rapids probably would have changed things around. But also, I mean, the last couple of years. Now, now so- to go to, down to one more thing with Valeno and Zadina, at what point do we just say, um, or sorry, at what point is it, uh, Ken Holland's fault. Oh yeah. I mean, because, uh, with, at number seven was Quinn Hughes. Fuck. Wouldn't you love to have Quinn Hughes? <sighs> if you could trade Zadina straight up for Quinn Hughes every day of the week. Oh, we do. And I do it well, five times on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously that would be like the worst trade on the planet if Vancouver did that, but Yeah. Now, I mean, Valeno, he got picked late, um, and then there was only there was two other picks, and then Bergeron, and then two other picks in McIsaac. So Detroit was sniffing the fucking water right there, and I think True. those three picks were good for Holland. Valeno was the best player available, and and McIsaac and um, whoever else I just said, Bergeron are going to be good players also. We got to talk about, we got to talk about Bergeron. I think are going to be national hockey leaguers next year. And yes, I do want to talk about Bergeron. Once we finish this list, what we got to talk about his goal that he scored. That's just so nasty. Um, No, Valeno though. Like, wasn't he an exceptional status guy? So like that ceiling that he has is exceptionally high. So the fact that like where he is right now, and again, like, what is he 21 years old? The, the uh, Sean Day was exceptional status in the OHL. He played for the Windsor Spitfires, and he was picked in like the fifth round of the NHL draft. That's wild, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my point was going to be that Joe Valeno has time to figure it out. I guess. Yeah, he's young. He'll have to be a guy who changes his game, though. He can't keep doing what he's doing now. And I'm, I'm sure they're having that discussion like as we speak. 
But I mean, um, you know, he needs like again, again, you know, fourth line, and he's playing with Smith and Ernie. Like, yeah, what can those you aren't, do? That's not the guys. Those aren't the players you surround him with. He he, give him Zadina and fucking Verana, and let's see what goes on. Yeah, that's true. That's a like good let's point. see Zadina. Let's see Zadina get lifted by Verana, and they're both checks. Let's see Verana come back and then be playing together. Plug them in. Oh, you and know, you their know boys. what? And plug them with Valeno. Well, no, Valeno should probably go to Grand Rapids, but. Yeah, okay. I, I kind of think the ship has sailed, though, on Grand Rapids. I think he's here now. Like, this is it. Yeah, probably. I was hearing that Elmer Soderblom may go to the Olympics for Sweden. Dude, he's probably good enough. Yeah. We uh, have, that, was, that was interesting. We have... And his, his sister's on the Swedish women's team. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Defenseman now. This is where it's going to get. I think we're going to disagree on a lot of these. Uh, Defense, Danny the Kaiser. Okay. I'm giving him a D. Um... You know what? No, that's not fair of me. I'll give him a C. He, he... I'll give him a C plus because he's. <laughs> uh, no, I think he's been. I think he's been playing with Cider. And, you know, the Kaiser is not. We know what the Kaiser not is. good at hockey. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. You said it, not me. Um, he, he's not doing awful. Um, it's not his fault. Yeah. He's an aging player with a lot of injuries, but you yeah. know, he's doing okay. And he's helping cider. That's, that's the thing. Mo, yeah. Mo is crediting him a lot, which means let the fucking guy do what he's doing. Well, besides sure. like off the ice. Let sure. him do it off I'll the play, ice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not on the ice. Yeah. No, I, I feel bad because DDK. If he is, wants to, if he wants to abdicate her next year and play for Grand Rapids, I'm all for it. I feel like he'd love that. Huh? I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like the Kaiser would love that. But also, oh God, man, he ain't going anywhere in the NHL. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to another team. Um, he, could go, he could go to like Switzerland or something. Go to Sweden, have some fun, make a bag. Why? Why not stay home in Michigan? True. True. Uh, he already though, got. He already got a. He's already got the fucking cash. Was he worth like fifty? Probably. Uh, Close to fifty. You, you know what? People for he's he's not even that old, is he? Right? He's like thirty. Thirty-one. He's worth 31. thirty-three million dollars. Yeah, he's fine. He'll have a great yeah. life. And I've heard he's like an awesome guy too. So it's I. I'm. We're not ragdolling him. It's just like he he's put in a shit spot. He he could be the third man in on Purple Octopus. There you go. Bring him <laughs> on. We got a new uh, job for you, Danny. So they they gave him a C minus. Forgot to point that out. Uh, next guy up though is Philip Heronic. They gave him a. You know what? I want to hear. This is one that we're going to disagree on. What What do you think you'd give him? Heronic. Heronic. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay, we do agree. They gave him a B minus. For what fucking reason? Um, they're saying that he's better suited on the second pairing, obviously. Well, he is. And well, that's why is. I give him an A because he's, he's in where he's supposed to be now because, because uh, cider has taken the number one spot. It doesn't need to be Heronic doesn't need to be the number one. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, he's, and he's better suited to be a, a second pairing guy. He's a top four defenseman, but he's not a top two. He's a, he's a four. He's a number four defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, he's a second pairing guy. Yeah, there ain't no and problem with that, eh? Second pairing guys, not make, at all. Second uh, pairing guys make forty million dollars in their careers. A hundred percent. And their their second point, I do agree with. This is another guy that we we've talked about this before as well. Uh, consistency is a huge issue with him. 
Because like some games, I noticed it a lot against teams that are more physical. He's just kind of like not there when like against Boston, he's just not there. But a team, a team like Buffalo, he's making nice stretch passes. He's getting out in open ice. He's taking shots, taking clappers. Um, but yeah, his role has changed a lot from last year, where like he had to run a power play. This year, he does not have to do that, and it's changed and by, his game. By the by, the end of his contract, Ronick, he'll be twenty six. He'll be twenty six, and be worth eighteen million. Yeah, Atta boy, thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, dude, he's almost, a, he's got 20 points in 38 games. Are you kidding me? That's an A. Yeah. For a defenseman? Second pair yeah. defenseman? Yeah. Yeah, you, you slap like a a home-style defenseman on him, someone's going to stay home, more of a defensive mind with him. Fuck yeah, give me that all day. Yeah. Uh, Nick Letty, this one's interesting. Ooh. B. B. Yeah, they give him a C-. Letty? Yeah, Nick Letty. I mean, he hasn't done everything he was brought in to do. He hasn't been able he wasn't able to be the guy for Cider, which stops him from being an A, but he's still playing good hockey. They haven't let him play with Mo enough. Well, I just think that, you know, maybe there maybe we don't know that there wasn't something that where, you know, maybe they they didn't like playing together. Maybe they you know, and, and the coach has seen that in practice yeah. or somebody brought it up. Not that they hate each other, but maybe they just yeah. weren't the right Didn't pairing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, uh, you know, that's uh, being a defenseman in the league is like being in a relationship. You know, you have to, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it is though. You have to know that person. They have to be your, your friend. You have to be super close with them because your whole game is the two of you. Just like a relationship is, you know, give and take, and, and you got sure. to be somebody you're comfortable with and somebody you like. And um, yeah, so maybe they just weren't the right for each other, we'll say. And uh, but Letty's still playing good hockey. I guess if that that is the case, that kind of does scare me a little bit because like Nick Letty like plays a game that you could like stick in with pretty much anyone. You know, I I Letty, can Letty, yeah, yeah, like you can play with Lindstrom, you can play with Australia, you know, whatever, but. I think he probably is the most prominent to be traded at the deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens, but next on the list is Gustav Lindstrom. They gave him a B. I'll give him a C. Give Lindy a B. Okay. I think he's a, he's a little bit underwhelming for me. I feel like he's, but again, though, I'm kind of like going against what I think I said. he's a guy that's just supposed to be a six, seven defenseman. And I think he's a very good six, seven defenseman. And I don't mind that we have him as I don't mind him on our team. Yeah. And he's a guy that we talked about as well. It's like if, if you don't notice him, that's a good game for Gustav Lindstrom. Like let yeah. him make a few small plays. Yeah. Yep. If you don't remember him making a bad play, he had a good game. That's good. If you don't yeah. remember him making a play, he had a good game. Uh, you know and we got him next year also at it's almost league minimum. Who cares? I'm going to elevate my C to a B minus just on that. I, you, you convinced me. Um, what did they give Lindstrom? They gave him a B. Oh, all right. A lot of boys. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Osterley. They gave him a B minus. A. Yeah. I wouldn't give him an for, A. For, for, for what he, I'm not saying he's playing amazing, yeah. but um. The thing is, he's not playing much. 
Right, he's in and out. Um, and, and and when he does play, he doesn't look like he hasn't played in six weeks. Right. So yeah, and you know what? Probably fucking. It's probably because he loves being in at home in Detroit and hey, Another playing one. for his playing for his team. And yeah, exactly, playing for his favorite team as a kid. Fuck, how many do we got here? We got Larkin. Half we got, the fucking uh, team. We got Larkin to Kaiser. Fuck, the Smiths. Who the hell were we just talking about? Osterley. Yeah, the Smiths. Suck. That sounds sick. We have the Smiths. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Uh, next, next guy up. I just want to see them fucking pound people tonight, dude. If they put them together, you know what? Blashill hates fun, so he's not gonna do it. But if if they do, oof, it's gonna be fun. Uh, most ciders of next, they gave him an A. It's an A plus. I don't think they're yeah. doing A pluses. So. Oh, okay. So A is the highest. Yeah, but I'm giving him an A plus because it's most cider, and he's better than expected. Yeah, we um I mean, we were expecting him to make the team, but I we weren't expecting him to to run away and uh be at um I'll knock on wood, but I'll say uh be at a Cal McCarr level. Yeah, he's not the same player. Well, we talk about that. He's not the same player. No, but, like, but, I know, but I know he's, the same but he's up there right. in, in where they stand as the best defenseman in the league. Yeah. Um the, between the young guys, Makar is the best young defenseman in the league, I think, but Cider is like Hey, I'm here. And then, and you know, and yeah. they're knocking on the doors of, you know, uh, Hedman and, and Sergeyev and the guys that are actually the best defensemen in the league. I did put money on Mo Sider to win the Calder. So that's how much faith I had in him. Uh, and on like September 15th, whatever the odds come out. But yeah, how many like, points does he got? He's got 25 and 40. Like, uh, <laughs> unbe- unbelievable. <laughs> How many goals does he have already? He has three goals, but oh. one of those goals hey, is over an overtime the, beauty. Weren't two overtime winners or just the one? I remember one against Buffalo. The short yeah, side yeah, that side. was his first goal, wasn't it? That was his first NHL goal, so I ma- You know what? Maybe, now I'm thinking about it, maybe two of those goals were against Buffalo in overtime. Um, and, I mean, he runs the power play. He's a, he's a quarterbacking the power play. He's awesome. He's he's oh, yeah. playing shorthanded. He's playing in the three. Uh, you know, with Raymond and Larkin in overtime, like we talked about earlier. And he's oh yeah. He um, I think one of the things that we were looking for is like, can he improve as a skater over time? And he is a fantastic skater. The way he walks oh. the blue line, he's he's nice. Uh, okay, cool. So no, I, more- I bet. I bet he can, uh, like, I bet he could be at one side boards and look at Larkin, say, down in the slot, and I bet he could he could lock eyes with Larkin and walk the line while he stares at Larkin in the eyes. I bet he's that good. And still stick handle and send a pass off to Raymond yeah. for, ba- for a backdoor. Uh, next guy up, Mark Stahl. They gave him a B plus. I think that's a, a- yeah. B plus, A minus, yeah, somewhere in there. Give him an A. He's, there. He's, he's doing what he's there for. He's having fun, if nothing. He's having a lot of fun, and that's good for a guy, uh, you know, somebody that's lost step um, in his game. Uh, he's he's having fun. He likes being in Detroit, and again, his, his, his family likes being in Detroit. And, yeah, again, another guy that loves playing for the Red Wings, right? <laughs> How long have we gone without hearing that? It's so nice that, like, Literally half the roster is like, happy to be here. Love it here. Fans are awesome. Well, um, because you know what? You can see that the, the, the tides are changing and they're oh, yeah. excited. And uh, I mean, 
I don't think Stahl expects to be here, obviously, when they're competing for Stanley Cubs, but he's excited to be a part of something, you know, um, Building not just something, stalled yeah. out. Oh, I'm just playing. It, you're excited to be a part of It's exciting hockey, even though you won't be a part of maybe the finished product. And you know what? If Mark Stahl calls it a career, who's to say that he doesn't become part of a Red Wing uh, crew if he likes Detroit that much? Yeah, either that or like somewhere like on the dev team or something. Like, yeah, I, I could see him having a post-career. Um, yeah, being like even a scout or something. He could do something. I don't know what he's like. Player oh, development. Gonna, yeah, who knows? Yeah, player development. I was going to say, he was one of the guys that caught my eye in person, too. Like, he's so much better in person than he is on camera. Yeah. Uh, next guy up, we got uh, Troy Stetcher. He's also incomplete. Only played six games, one point. He, he, yeah, I didn't even think he played. I was going to say, what did he play? Two games, but yeah, I not you can't grade him. Can't grade him. Yeah, love Stetcher though. I'm I'm a, I'm a Stetcher guy. Did he have any points? Yeah, one point. Wall or assist? Assist. Give him an A. Guy's played six games. He's <laughs> fucking putting fuck in it. harder. He's putting in more work than Zadina. <laughs> yeah, f- Christ. <laughs> but we love Zadina, so. Yeah, I do. I like Zadina. Yeah. Uh, goaltendies now. This should be pretty easy. Matty, A+. Plus. Thanks for coming. Yep, A+, plus, 100%. So his stats are now, this is on a dog shit defensive Red Wings team, 12-10-4, and four, a 2-6-9, and a 9-18. A 9-18 is, is impressive. This, yeah, this, that is a very impressive, for the record. Yeah. That, and you know what, for that record, it goes against, the, of what did you say, 2-6-9. Two, two, that, that's not terrible on a 12 and 10 record. You said at the time they were, uh, he was 12 and 10. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's on a team that's this much. Um, a lot of why they're this much better is because of him. Yeah. So yeah. A plus. What'd you say? They gave him an A. They gave him a B plus. Oh, they're losers. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, we've been, we've been blessed by goalies. Last, like, Jonathan Bernier last year and the year before, like, stood on his fucking head. Now we bring in Natty, and he's just Yeah, I like Bernier. I, 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 I liked Bernier in Detroit. He saved our asses so much. And, I, and you know what? If if the trade for Nadelkovich doesn't go down, I think Bernier and Grice are our tandem again this year. You know what? I, I saw a tweet, and it was like, the only thing holding us back um, between having Lafreniere and... Um, Whoever else the uh, uh, Jack Hughes is Jonathan Bernier, <laughs> which is like yeah, it's kind of funny. Our goalie was too good. Our goalie <laughs> was too good on a dog shit team to get his first overall pick. Yeah. Um, other goalie Thomas Grice, they gave him a C, but I give him like a B, a B plus. Yeah, I was like, gonna say a B, but his his record's poor, right? I mean, he doesn't win very often. He's but, six seven um, and one. He's six and seven. That's pretty, that's surprising to me. Um, but he's also I didn't a, think I didn't think he had won that many games. But again, this is a dog shit team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, this is a dog shit team that's being fueled by five players, essentially. Um, yeah. the goals allowed though for uh Grice is a three point three six, and then the save percentage is an eight ninety four. So, not very good. Looking like Al Montoya from a couple of years ago, and uh. <laughs> So, <laughs> my buddy just texted me he's like get me on this podcast it seems like you'll talk about anyone <laughs> well what 
What'd because you say? I, because that that Instagram thing about uh, Abdulkader signing on the Griffins. Yeah, but that's like stuff that Detroit fans care about. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, well that wraps it up. Um, let's talk. Let's talk All Star stuff because we touched on a last podcast, and I think that. And now you want to talk about Raymond getting snubbed. No, 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 I don't. I don't at all. I, I think it's like kind of the opposite. Like the more that people bitch about it, like people in media and like people who are like our age and like around our age, the game's not fucking for you. It's for the kids. And that's like the point that I had before. Like if you're a kid in Phoenix, Arizona, and you love hockey, you want to see one of your guys in the fucking all-star game. And I think it's so greedy of like the Toronto media people being like, we should have, you know, three all-stars and fuck all. They should, they should. And Arizona shouldn't have one. Tell me how it's okay for fucking Nazi. I just told you why sixth in the fucking league in points. Yeah. And he's got to be a last man in and 210th in the league in points. Suzuki is a first fucking team all-star. I have bullshit. a it's I, fucking bullshit. I have a solution for you. Change the all-star game itself entirely. Go back to the fucking four divisions playing each other in full rink games. Go back to the conferences. So you can have potentially two from each team, you know, share some ice time. But you still have to have reps from each team. The MLB was the first league to adopt that. Uh, type of rule and they're the longest lasting most successful league in all of pro sports so i'm going to stick with them on that but like also look back at like 2017 through now what if there were no red wings in that would you still watch it i probably wouldn't i don't watch it anyway but yeah if i um See, i still if, love if, it no i don't like the i like the skills competition i would still watch it if there was not a red wing in the all in the game if they wasn't in the skills competition and I used to love it when I was a kid, when it was proper and it was exactly. a 60 minute fucking game. When you were a kid. Blast, when it was the right way. <laughs> and I would watch it. Yes. If a Detroit Red Wings was not in it, if it was a one fucking single 60 minute game. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's meant for the kids. I, I totally understand where they're coming from. They want someone from every team like the Seattle Kraken. Who the fuck? Like, it's not meant for the kids. It's meant for the fans that they put it on for. But we talk about growing the game. Do you not want to grow the game? The best way uh, to grow your the game. Oh, your fucking generation. How many participation ribbons you got there fucking that you boxed up from your little no, trophy No, no, no. You, I, I'm so surprised you're not on my side on this. It, it's about growing the game. The best way to grow the game is to the kids. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't agree with a lot of NHL stuff anymore. Like from Batman. But this is one that I will stand behind for sure. But also, like, I, I do think that there is a point that you bring up. Like, Ziegler should be going for the breakaway challenge or the skills comp, whatever. Um, you should have guys like Zidane Chara coming back for the hardest shot. That guy's 100 years old. He should, you should bring him back. He, he yeah, like they should. He should come back to, to get one last shot at the champion, at the title. And they should also have, like, the fastest skating. Like, Dylan Larkin. You know what? Is... They should bring in Ray Borg for the fucking accuracy contest. Sure. They should be fuck. doing that. Bring hey, in whoever you want. You want to put fucking Martin Brodeur or Patrick Wine net on the breakaway contest? 
do it. What what they did bring like Kendall Coin in. Let, let Zegras do a fucking breakaway against Patty Waugh. Yeah, that'd be sick. And I don't know. It's just better for the game if they have like more faces out there. So I think that expanding it would be awesome. Like talk about the um, MLB. The most fun thing to watch is the home run derby. They bring in guys who aren't all-stars, but they hit fucking bombs. Bring in guys who slap the puck 100 miles per hour. Let them go toe-to-toe. So, I don't know. The breakaway challenge, though, yeah. It'd be cool to see uh, Zegers in there. Um, What else you got? I think that's enough uh, all-star talk. That's coming up pretty soon. That should be fun. Wes is on his phone during a podcast. Yeah, no, my buddy wants to, uh, my buddy's a big fan. He wants to fucking, he's sending me pictures of his fucking basement, which looks like an all-time fucking hockey shrine. He's like, bring me on the pot. I, I actually did ask him to be on the pot. He's a former uh, hockey player. Should we get um, him on right now? And, uh, no, not right now. But he's like, he's like, yeah, get me on. He's like, we'll do it live in my basement. Check out my setup. And he sends me all these pictures. I'm like, well, my co-host is uh, not in Windsor, but. Uh, is your buddy in Windsor? Yeah. Yeah, trying to get to Canada right now. I was like trying to get yeah, to Yeah, no, but I'm sure like if we could have him on, I want to go just, I just want to fucking go to his basement. Fuck. He's <laughs> got seats do... from the Joe and all kinds of shit. Yeah, we could do. If you like, want to do it next week, we, we can do that. Yeah, I'll try to figure something out with him. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, for sure. Man. I just want to see his basement. Whoa! He's just, I sent you a picture of his bar. Whoa, fucking sick. Is he a Wings guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> The Don Cherry Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, I told his... you, I, like, I I got a picture of Don Cherry too. Every Canadian has a picture of Don Cherry in their basement. I like his uh, his bar mats, the the Bauer. The yeah, Bauer. yeah, he was uh, <laughs> he he's worked in uh for like um, uh, hockey companies for a uh, long time. I also like spy a sales rep or something. I I spy a Crown Royal Apple bottle. That's my yeah. boy. I love that. Um, uh, and he's got the old Mickey Reno jersey there. That's the former uh, Windsor Spitfire captain that uh, had a heart attack. And the year they won the Memorial Cup, he had a heart attack in February. He was drafted by Calgary. Passed away. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. Um, we were going to talk about Berger and his goal. Holy shit. John, is it Jonathan, right? Jonathan Berger. I think it's Jonathan. I think it's just spelled differently. Okay, either way. I don't like how it's spelled. Fuck me up. <laughs> it's Swedish, bro. <laughs> Dude, okay. Are you have you seen you've seen the clip, right? Yeah, I saw the goal. The overtime goal? Yeah. Yeah, against Manitoba. Steals that puck, just breaks some guys' ankles, fucking skates in the rafters. Yeah. Oh, that turn, that turn behind the goal line in the corner was just like boom, and that guy went down. Dude, his skates Hell, are in the yeah. rafters. Those things flew yeah. off. And oh, then he yeah. puts a little shimmy shake on the guy right in front of the net. Yeah, and then the guy gets back up and tries to come at him again. And he shimmy different guy. Him, different guy. Then, oh, was it a different guy? I thought Two it was different defensemen. <laughs> and then, uh, okay. yeah, bangs it home. And that crowd was rocking in Grand Rapids. It looks like a sell out there. Hey, same defenseman. Same defenseman that he walked that fell oh, down. Oh, was it? Yes. Awesome. Holy Fuck shit. Yeah. Was it actually? 
Yeah, oh, the guy no. gets up and chases him back, and then he walks him again. Oh, also, no. Also, at the beginning of the play, he zips in. Like, those two Manitoba guys look yeah, like they the had, had it hard against the boards. Bergeron just zips in like, I'll take it. He's so nice. He's going to be so good. Zing. He comes in. I swore that defenseman was against the boards. No, nope. And he goes, he top- goes down. And then he's back up, and he gives him the fake, and the goalie doesn't know what happened. He goes I top glove, too. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. hell. I was, I, like, I was thinking top block the whole time. City. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and then he had one game against Cleveland a couple weeks ago, or a couple nights ago, he got uh, four assists. Yep, he had four assists. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking nuts. How many points does he have this year? Is he close, like a point a game? It's got to be. 27 and 30. 8 and 19 and 30. Nice. He's a minus two. I, I don't mean, think they're a good. I don't think they're, they're not very good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So just under a point a game. How about this? Uh... So on the Grand Rapids website, Justin Abdelkader is number 81. What was he in Detroit? 18? Eight, but eight. eight. But he was 19 in Grand Rapids. Huh. But I don't know if somebody has 19 right now. No. I'm checking the... Um, That's kind elite, of funny. The Red Wings Elite Prospects. And that Alexander Kadekin guy, the KHL Kade- guy. Kadekin. Yeah, wh- what's the dealio with him? I know we talked about him a little bit, but... No, I don't think he's very good. He's just playing the KHL and tossing him numbers. Yeah. I don't even think he plays in the KHL, does he? Yeah, KHL. Oh, he does. For Salavat. Yeah, he puts up – yeah, I mean, he was drafted in 2014, so or either he didn't want to come over or they obviously see that he's not – He's not going to be – Good enough for the league. What if he comes yeah. over and he's like Kaprizov? I think it's he's a lot older than Kaprizov. Kaprizov's like what, 24, 25? Yeah, Kadegan's like 30, isn't he? He was drafted like eight years ago. Was he really? Oh, so maybe like 26 or 27. Oh, he's 28, Kadakin. Oh, yeah, he's not going to make it over. Yeah, no. Why is he so like on the prospect page? Because he's Russian, so Detroit retains his rights forever. (laughs) Like, you know how college and like Finnish guys are gone after so long? Um, for Russians, uh, yeah, they, they retain rights forever on Russians. Oh, dude, how about fucking Carter Mazer? Dude, he's yeah. going to be an NHLer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Is he not fuck? going on the U.S.? I, I heard rumblings he could go on the U.S. Olympic team. He's Is not he? on the roster as of oh, right okay. now. Uh, fucking that Jake Sanderson from Ottawa. He's nasty. He, yeah, his dad was a good NHLer, Jeff Sanderson. Mm-hmm. His dad was a very good NHL long before your time. Do you remember <laughs> who who was the guy who was picking his nose during the draft? Was that it was Marty Turcotte, right? Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? That was Mosier. Was it Turcotte? Yeah, it was. It was Marty or Artie Turcotte's son. What's his name? Alex Turcotte. Yeah, L.A. I thought it yeah. was somebody else, but I think it was Mr. Turcotte. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, dude, a lot of these guys are having awesome years. Like Krasnos having a good year, Alex Cotton having a good year, Bergen having a great year, uh, Chris Kulo. That guy's probably an NHL for lifer. I know he came up for a couple games, but also my boy 
I've been high on Liam, uh, Liam Dower Nelson. I'm high on him. Yeah, yeah, he's been putting up some decent numbers, I think, in the uh, junior Swedish league, like in the junior 20 or something. Yeah, Wallander, like, still looking great. Johansson's looking great. Soderblom's looking great. Um, our boy, Red Savage, who's like our like the spirit animal of this podcast, he's got 12 and 21. Not bad. Yeah. My buddy has, like, a, a huge poster in his basement. He sent me another picture, sorry. But it's, like huge and it's uh bob barker stalking adam sandler and says the price is wrong bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> all that's right funny. what else what else you got nothing really all right we can wrap up here we should do a uh, color cast uh shortly okay. you know what i'm gonna stop recording now we'll talk about that real quick okay all right let's go links